0: Good morning and welcome to Rocket with Chief. My name is Daniel Robus. I'm your host for today's episode. And I'm immensely um, chuffed that we have got Advocate Lufuno Korombi in the studio with us. And uh, when you get to know this lady, you will understand why it's such a privilege for me to uh, host her. Today's episode is going to dive into leadership, hard work, long hours and what it means to dedicate oneself to improving a country. Advocate Lefuno, a specialist in data privacy, cybersecurity governance, a servant of South Africa, and now a member of the Critical Infrastructure Council. Good morning. Your title on your email runs about that big, it's massive. How do you describe your job today?
1: Uh, thank you um good morning i okay i can't be laughing right
0: you can be laughing it's joyful day it's a joyful day
1: okay what an introduction um my job uh it's supposed to be simple uh, I do cyber law, uh, so cyber law. I studied law, and I did IT. Most of the things I learned on the job, and my master's, I decided I have to major in IT law, and I'm also doing my PhD in cyber security. I'm so, <laughs> so I, my job is a is a mixture of IT and the law. So I do more of the governance uh, risk and compliance. And the main purpose is to ensure that I assist uh, companies mostly the public sector to create uh, a compliant environment uh, and to ensure that their cyber uh, space is actually secured. So what I do is to provide solutions to entities that wants to create a cyber-compliant and secured environment. And I hope that's um, short enough.
0: No, that's perfect. That is perfect. (laughs) You know, I've facilitated a number of roundtable sessions on cyber security, on cyber awareness, security awareness. You always seem to make time for us to share this information. It seems a passion for you. How do you get everything done with these many pulls on your time? What's your secret?
1: Passion. I believe. Passion. One breath. word.
0: Passion. That's it, and that really. comes through.
1: Yeah, it's really passion for my country. Like even when I resigned as a public servant, my main aim was certain things are easier done from the outside. And uh, I think you would have seen that South Africa is rated third if it has not uh, gone up the rank in terms of countries that are vulnerable in terms of Mm. cyber. And yeah, it is because a whole lot uh, is not being done. And more importantly, cybersecurity remains an afterthought. Mm. So Passion drives me to do what I do and, and make time for what I believe. And uh, when you see that something is an afterthought as critical as cybersecurity, they it might not necessarily be that people don't want to do cybersecurity, mm-hmm. but it might be due to lack of awareness or lack of knowledge. And there were other things like intellectual property, a lot of contracts that we sign uh, as a country, as Africa, we don't necessarily understand what we are, that we are handing over. Or You know, there's this thing that when you are signing a contract, you believe you are just buying this thing. And in the end, you you, you find that you don't own the data. You The contract that you signed, actually you sold yourself. Mm. So, those are the things that I felt when i 'm on the outside, I will be able to influence it from the outside, not just mm. Africa but africa wide and I guess i'm I'm doing that because uh the few years that I have been running this consultancy, I have uh dedicated my time to awareness because it 's not necessarily easy to convince somebody to invest on something that they don't understand, they don't know. And uh, I remember when I was attending my interview for the Critical Infrastructure Council and afterwards uh, the chairperson and, and everyone in the room because I was interviewed by, I think, seven or eight uh, political parties. Wow. So they were like um, representatives of those political parties, I mean to say. So they were like, you know, you came for an interview, but in actual fact, we feel like you've given us uh, a workshop. So that one hour, they were able to understand more like, oh, so this is what cybersecurity is about. So it's, it's passion that I have.
0: So you removing, I made a note here, you're removing naivety from our continent with regards to um, cyber security and the threats that are open to us. Yes. Okay. What is this this um, critical infrastructure board? Before we we dive back into yourself, what is this board from a South African perspective?
1: Okay, uh, this this critical infrastructure council is a council that um, it is meant to. Ensure the protection of in, uh, critical infrastructure. As you know that if we, we don't have the means of protecting our critical infrastructure, like I'll give you an example of when Transnet was uh, attacked yeah. last year. Yes, uh, that was one example of if what happens when our critical infrastructure is not well, well secured. So this concept will actually be ensuring that what we need for our economy to grow, for services to be delivered is adequately protected. So that's what the council will be doing and um, the deputy chairperson in the council. So as I said, like I'm always looking out for opportunities to influence uh, policies and how we see things or how that the opportunity is.
0: So you have direct say into what do we use as a benchmark for these critical infrastructure points. So, when you yeah. woke up this morning and uh, and was reading about TransUnion, that touches you as well, that hack that's just happened or that data breach that's happened.
1: Yeah, I've already returned to the sea also. Uh, it was over the weekend. I'm sure we'll be speaking uh, some more today. But yes, things like that uh, for me, it's like that's how, actually, when I was reading how IT Web has reported to say, some of the weaknesses have been there as far as 2012. It was like, wow, okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) So it it actually just proves uh, the point why some of us are not comfortable uh, with the manner in which uh, we are treating cyber security, not just uh, the the public sector, but uh, actually also the the private companies.
0: Wow. So this is a a, a fairly big role on a fairly prominent board. Does it mean that uh, is it a full time responsibility for you, Lafuna, or is it as and when? When do you meet with these these people?
1: At the moment, as for because our 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 role is uh, highly regulated by the act. Okay. So as it stands now, uh, is as and when. But the the intention is to make it, um, to benchmark it with other international uh, organizations that are doing similar things that we are doing here. Okay. And my vision is to have something like your information regulator, because as and when is not going to help us.
0: No, no, we need a regular cadence. So, So who is your benchmark? Who is the, the one that you would like to emulate? Who's doing this well in the world, in your opinion?
1: I have seen uh, the critical infrastructures, I think, it's systems agency in the US. Okay. And that's when I got an idea of, of how we can also do it uh, this side. And the good thing is that there are industry players who are already interested to say whatever you need. Uh, advisory committee we are there so i i, I think it's an exciting uh, exercise for me i don't think that this current uh where i'm in which is also the the first of its kind in our show yeah uh we will do much than just putting down the necessary foundations so that whoever comes after us at least uh, they have a, a better environment to work in
0: So you laying the foundations to move forward, that's such a nice thing to be able to leave a legacy. And now, Lufuna, you didn't just arrive here and surprise, you got onto this amazing (laughs) council that's going to be impacting South Africa. Where did you grow up and what was your path as a young lady to get to where you are today?
1: Okay. I was born and bred in Venda. So when I was born, it was still a, a Bandustan. I hope you remember that.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. Unfortunately, <laughs> we all do. You all? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I was part of the TVBC. Yeah. And, um, so I I studied there. I grew up there. My degree was done at the University of Venda. Everything was done at Venda, And my final year... Uh, there were people who came from the then de- Department of Communication. Now it has changed the name so many times. Oh, uh, but then It was <laughs> Department of Communication led by the late uh, minister, uh, Macepe Kasebori. Her vision was that they need to be training uh, graduates from historically disadvantaged universities who did law and become law so that who can become cyber lawyers. Uh, it was not cyber-lawyer at the time, but she wanted us to to specialize in the ICT space as lawyers. And when they came to our university for recruitment, I was totally not interested. I was actually busy writing my street law assignment. I will never forget that day. So when they were busy talking, I'm like, hey, please, you need to finish now. I need to finish my assignment. So, I mean, you know that when you start first year, it's a huge class. But when you finish final year, it's a a smaller group. So the school administrator would have known that I didn't come for this thing. So I came for compliance. And I really didn't know that I was going to be there because when she asked me, when they asked us for CV, I didn't submit. So she called me, she's like, I've never seen your CV. Where is your CV? So I went and scribbled it, like, handwritten. (laughs) So I gave it to her. I don't know, but I believe she typed it for me. (laughs) The next thing I was called for this um, uh, internship was my whole intention of doing law. I wanted to be specialized in criminal law for personal reasons. But after doing the internship, I was really interested in this thing, like, wow, so there's something like this. So, since then, I've never looked back. And as I said, like, I started developing myself in the ICT space, that sometimes, even myself, I forget I'm actually a lawyer. So most people, if it was not because there's an advocate before my name, they would never have known that I actually never studied IT at school. Sure. So it's something that, as I said earlier, passion drove me to do what I, I have to do. Sometimes I'll find myself in class, like when I did the CIO practice at birth, I believe I was the only non-technical person in the class. <laughs> Everybody else was, was technical, but it, it is for me... I need to know what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. you necessarily uh, assist people when you actually don't understand their environment. So after that, I did information security as well. So yeah, you really, yeah, have, just- a,
0: you really have a servant leadership heart, and you you keep saying it again and again. You want to help people, and 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 cyber security is is where it starts for you. Where did that come from? Were, were, were your parents involved in IT in any way? How did you get hooked by this, this uh, mega IT mindset?
1: I believe it's destiny. I mean, when God has destiny, you, you can't believe Because, no, my parents don't know anything about ICT. I'm sure because I do uh, cyber security awareness on the regional radio station called Parapara. As an SABC radio station. So my dad will be listening and my mom will be listening, even though sometimes they don't even understand what she's saying. My dad, after I will be calling, "Hey, I heard you talking. <laughs> 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 of my friends have been entrepreneurial in, in a sense because my mom, before she became um, a public servant herself, she owned a salon and a number of uh, hustles. And uh, my dad also was, uh, uh, he's able to kind of take apart your umbrella. Let's say you mm-hmm. put it to death. It's wind, it's broken. You can take it apart and put it back and it will look like new. And he had other many side hustles. So, yeah. So,
0: that's where uh, you get your fix-it from because you do the same thing. You take problems, you take them apart, put them back together. That's uh, really outstanding um the 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 profession you've chosen changes at the speed of sound how do you stay abreast of the changes in this what's your secret where do you read what do you watch what do you listen to to keep ahead of the trends
1: i'm a, a, a continuous learner hmm. I
0: hope
1: that is the right english yeah i'm always learning so, there are people that when they meet me, they will be like, So, what are you studying now? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, you know, there must be a point where you stop learning. But for me, I, I believe you need to be always learning either from. All right, somebody no,
0: you've avoided it. Don't political. Where do you read now? When you <laughs> open, where do we go to, to share your mindset? What podcast I well, normally
1: uh, go to Google. And okay. I will get uh, the the information that I need. The very zone, they publish ITU, okay. also uh, publish IBM, publishes, Ascension publishes around uh, cybersecurity. So I'm normally like following their publications and to That's see lovely. what's happening. And every year there's someone who is publishing the, the state of cybersecurity either in the world or in a certain part of the world so you also look at that mindcast also do Mm theirs on email and so you just need to but if you go to google and type something it will lead you straight to (laughs) so so
0: what the the stuff that's issued by the oems and partners you absorb Mm -hmm. that information so that's good so you mentioned a couple of of big partners and, and OEMs within the the cybersecurity space, you absorb that stuff, eh?
1: Hey? Yes, I okay. I do, and then it informs how I then do my consulting and advisory with uh, clients, or even when I'm doing cyber security awareness, which is mostly pro bono. Yes. So yeah, then I will be able to say with confidence that you know there has been this publication so obviously if this publication has been there then i can say it with confidence like when i was saying how people should behave on social media the report on facebook it also helped a lot to say i'm not just talking
0: okay is outstanding <laughs> now, yes.
1: what is
0: your what is your must-have productivity applications on your pc or phone that that keep you managing this very, very busy day that you have?
1: (laughs) Honestly, the only thing I use is the calendar.
0: So you live (laughs) by your calendar?
1: That's the only thing I use. Um, So even if you say this is what we're going to do, Hmm. I will put it down because if I don't do that, I'm likely to miss important meetings because something else uh will come so yeah i i really to manage everything that i do i actually use uh the
0: outstanding calendar. you uh, you lefuna you clearly have a soft spot for young people you're involved in another of non-profit organizations and volunteer organizations why is that so important to you
1: Uh, When I grew up, I didn't have an opportunity to know that there's something ICT, IT at the time. So, and even the way our education system is, is still not responsive uh, to what is required like now. So it's important for me to continually raise awareness, encourage them to do science and math, engineering and, and related Uh, subjects because I did math and science for the sake of it (laughs) it's not like Mm. I did yeah but the issue that the youth they are running away from math and science and anything related to just you know so long as I pass metric for me I think that's why you have high unemployment rate Mm. and fact that our youth are taught that you go to school to be employed. I do not subscribe to that. Mm. I believe that we need to be promoting research and innovation. We need to be promoting grassroots. That's why I don't know if you you have ever been in that webinar where I will be talking about how irrelevant, if I were to put it like that, the so-called innovation funds are. Mm. Because I have my own innovation, cyber law solutions that I've created. But when you go out there, what you actually get is that um, you need to have an MVP. Mm. You need to have a Mm. prototype. So I'm actually doing Java programming because I need to do my own prototype. (laughs) So after the prototype, maybe somebody will look my way. But that's not how you promote innovation.
0: Wow. wow! So, tell us a bit more a about this this uh, um, webinar that you that you're doing, so we can share it.
1: I'm not doing it currently, but I will give oh. it to you. When, yeah, when it's ready to be shared.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So we're gonna get something hot off the press. No, that's perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah. I also like now that we're gonna go the. Girls International ICT Day. I also have permission to run that from ITU. So oh, wow. those are the that I do. And I'm also a pastor if I'm allowed to do that. So in the Atchurchville where I will be based, I also run this as part of what the church will be doing. Uh, we need wow. to be ensuring that uh, kids are empowered in the ICT space. So it's like I take this ICT everywhere.
0: <laughs> Lufina, do you ever sleep or watch TV? Or you're working all the time?
1: No, you know, like uh, one of my colleagues has given me, maybe that's the secret, right? Everything I do is cybersecurity related. Okay. So it means whatever that I'm doing is actually uh, intertwined and contributing to the other. Like even when I was attending the interview for the critical infrastructure, like I'm doing uh, the, the doctoral research, like, hey? so when are you going to have time for, oops, what is the consultancy, your, your PhD, the NPOs and whatever? I'm like, no, everything is actually talking to each other. So oh, what my said was like, you need to do your research on cybersecurity because that's what you do. So it means it will be contributing to your work, contributing to what you do in terms of cybersecurity awareness, contribute to the critical infrastructure council and whatever. So what I do is structured.
0: Wow. It's wow. You get way. back to the calendar, you use that calendar extensively, and you have a vision for where you're going. Now, yeah, when... it
1: actually comes together, when, when you, I do it, yeah. comes to what I do at the at at HB. Wow. It comes to what I do with you. It comes to what I do in the PhD research. So, uh-huh. yeah.
0: That's amazing. Uh-huh. Lifuno, you, you're the only IT representative on the Critical Infrastructure Council, hey? You represent, yes. you fly, fly the IT flag there. What is yes, your... Say again.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> what is your message to South Africans today who are, are concerned? You know, we've got ESCOM, we understand their challenges. We've got water issues now. We've got maintenance of plants, which is falling over. It, it, it's, it's quite a, a big thing for us northern suburbs people, uh, you know, that are sitting and thinking water interruptions again. What is your message to us? How do you give us hope?
1: I listened to the president. I normally do listen to Sonas and uh, budget speech, so I understand what their priority, where their priorities are, and water is one of them. Electricity is one of them. So first and foremost is that. Whenever I see that from the uh, the political leadership, there is um, a movement on a certain uh, area that is a problem for us. I am the kind that have been always motivated by how Tatama Deva lived his life, that if you want something to change, change must begin with you. So, as South Africans, not just as no we need to start... South Africa and Africa and most of the developing countries, we're more into the consuming side. We need to start being uh, on the productive side. When when I see there's this uh, water problem, like we saw that there's this water problem, this other pastor approached me to say, okay, I see you are involved in this and we also... Can we start an NPO that will deal with water? And we are busy with that. We saw that there's been a challenge for years in Amanskral and and that's what we're doing. No one is funding us. Um, So the issue is we need to have that heart to say, how do I become part of the solution? Because complaining every day is not going to bring a solution.
0: Mm. Mm. Thank you. I like that.
1: So we, we need to also be leading And be like the reason why I applied in the critical infrastructure council, it's not that only here, it's because I was like sitting there and complaining about what's not happening. It will do me more good if I apply. They don't take me, it's fine, but I will know I've done my best. So let's all try and do our best. And if our political leaders commit to something, we keep them on their toes.
0: Excellent. Uh, I hope from your lips to their ears. Let's hope that. If you look at the next six months, what's the problem that uh, you are working on? That's the biggest problem yet.
1: And the biggest thing, as you see that there is increase in, in cyber attacks. Even trans, oh. trans union is is cyber attacks. I never really saw them as in that. So what I'm working on is uh, is an assessment pack that when I do consult, then you have that tool to actually do assessment on a continuous basis. Because what happens is that most organizations believe that when you have the the state-of-the-art tech, you are okay. You don't need to do anything. Which is far from the truth. You actually need to be evaluating yourself over and over again, checking your governance to see are we still on the right track? Because the issue is not that you will completely keep out cyber criminals because they have more money to innovate than us, but at least make it difficult for them <laughs> and be proactive on your side. So I'm actually working on uh, the the regulation now on POPIA requires that we do what we call um, privacy impact assessment and okay. there are most of the organizations here we are impacted because we work with some of the EU states so we need to also do the data privacy impact assessment so those are the ones that I'm working on to ensure that we have proper governance risk and compliance within Absolutely. the organization but, yeah assessments it's like, yeah, you need to do that often, which I believe is the reason why it's easy. Like, if you look at what we saw as what happened with TransUnion, it's obviously because we are not doing vulnerability assessments often enough.
0: Awesome. Thank you. I really like that. You know, I feel about that from a security perspective. Lefuna, <laughs> we're coming to the end of our time. I've got two more questions for you. The one is, I'm not even going to ask you about your romantic life. I was going to, but I'm not going to. Um, Please it's...
1: so save me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you were able to go on a walk with anyone alive today, who would it be and what would you chat about?
1: Anyone alive.
0: Anyone in the whole world.
1: Mr. President Cyril Ramaphosa.
0: And what would you chat about?
1: <laughs> Cybersecurity. What I believe he should be doing. I and mean, what, if it's a lifetime opportunity, I need sure. to be talking about things that matter. So I will talk to him about what I believe he should be doing because even in his speeches, I don't hear him talking anything about cyber secrets. Come
0: so, on, sister. Preach it yes. for the RT people. <laughs> and now if you my last question for you, Lufuna. If you wrote a book, what would the title be?
1: The title of my book, I will tell you what I want to write about. You tell me. <laughs> Maybe you'll be helping me with the title.
0: <laughs> you would be writing about cyber security.
1: Uh, not not necessarily.
0: What I will actually
1: be writing about. Um, being an entrepreneur in South Africa is not very easy, and uh, there are many policies written on our behalf that I don't know if they are working for us or in our favor. Like now, I believe you and um, you know about the ruling in terms of the preferential that preferential act. What do we call it again? PPF, Triple PPF. Yes, uh, and the ruling is not necessarily supporting now the SMMS because I don't know what's happening that side but the issue is that in my space I don't have role models in my space I don't have mentors mm-hmm. and you bend your head more often than not and um, so I would actually want to do a dummy's book mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Effective Entrepreneurship, if that is in the mm. <laughs> title of a book. Mm. Just to uh, share my own experience and how I still got where I am without the necessary support that you anticipate when you start mm. Oh, in South Africa, they support entrepreneurs mm. and you're so excited, and you get there, it's like, oh my goodness. Mm.
0: Lefuna, I, sure I, I I, um, I just, I want to disagree with you. Um, you didn't have mentors and you didn't have uh, supporters, but you are that to many young entrepreneurs who are coming in, and specifically, and not only young black entrepreneurs, but young entrepreneurs, and uh, your willingness to share is admirable and to whoever's listening to this from a south african perspective an african perspective or just an entrepreneurial perspective i would like to honor lefuno and say reach out on linkedin because this is a lady who's always open to advise who's always open to listen and who's always open to be part of your journey um i I want to thank you for our time that you've given to us i'm heartened by the fact that you are sitting on the critical infrastructure council uh, because it gives itc a flag from someone who knows what's going on who's clearly passionate about it good luck with your phd um you're going to be a doctor sooner than you know and then i'll come to you when i've got a sore thigh you know or a sore (laughs) ankle and and uh I, i just want to thank you very much um for spending the time with us and wish you the best of luck going forward for the next six months, the next year and the next decade as you change the face of South Africa. So thank you. Yeah, go, go, go.
1: No, I'm very thankful to be on this platform. It's an honor for me and a privilege to share. Yes.
0: Well, I hope you have a wonderful short week. I hope it's filled with good meetings and from me, Daniel Robus of the Rocket with Chief podcast. Goodbye.
1: Thank you. Bye.